It is time to examine the Bible and use your power of reason. for Jehovah. And so today is Wednesday in considering Jesus, the way, the truth, the life. And I had considered before uh, last Wednesday, I studied consideration in the book of Luke and we learn certain things in there right uh, we learn um, that there are two messages that are given to two different people one is Zachariah and he doesn't believe what the angel is telling him and so uh, the angel uh, tells him that he will stay mute until the time comes when uh, John is born, right? And then the other message was given to Mary. And that is from the Gospel of Luke. And if you were wondering what the word gospel means, it means good news. So that is why it's referred to as the good news of the Bible or the good news of God's kingdom. Because the, the word uh, gospel means, the word gospel means good news. Right? So it is the Gospel of Matthew, the Gospel of Mark, the Gospel of Luke, the Gospel of John. Right? And the John the writer is a different John than the one uh, whose mother was Elizabeth. And so this was a time when they Hebrews were waiting for God's promises to be fulfilled, for prophecy to be fulfilled. Everyone was expecting the Messiah. They knew from the writings from the prophets that these things were going to be so. But they were not told detail by detail of how it will be but the, the the things that happened that the um that proceeded at the time so that prophecy could start to be fulfilled at the exact time 
they were uh, fulfilled exactly as how it was said. For example, if we go again, and I am reading from the gospel or the good news of Luke, right? So, Luke chapter 1 in I have started reading it was that um, Elizabeth was given the um, became pregnant as the angel had announced to Zachariah in Zachariah uh, remained mute during that time because he didn't believe and so uh, what I wanted to mention about that is that in that moment uh, because this was a message being given to Zechariah from Jehovah God so he did not believe if we read in the scriptures in regarding to faith it tells us that lack of faith is a sin so therefore that is why that was the reason why Zechariah uh, was made to be mute and then until the time that his son was born so this is not to be confused with uh, God being the cause of certain things that happen and then um, saying well it is God's punishment right um, there are a lot of factors that can happen in our time uh, due to our own imperfection we can make uh, decisions that are um, that are going to result in bad for us or bad for others or both but for 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 me because I made a bad decision and bad for others right and then sometimes Satan the opposite the the opposer also causes people to be in opposition of God to be opposed to what he says if God says do this this way and this way Satan makes sure that we humans disobey just as how it happened in the beginning with Adam and Eve so that is also a cause that can make us stumble and uh, Satan can make things look like they are coming from God but they are not so we have to be careful and of course uh, we have to be close to God and being close to God means that we are going to read in his word his message for each and every one of us right and so I wanted to point that out and also what I wanted to point out because we are going to continue right um, 
just as how it happened in that time where um, prophecy was being fulfilled it is the same that is going to continue to happen and um, it doesn't matter if we believe it or not and believing have to do with us being knowledgeable of what God says in his word the Bible in the past the Hebrews knew the prophecies of God and how and what time they were going to be fulfilled because the Bible tells us the times when these things will happen for certain things and for certain things it doesn't but for the most part um, they knew because through Daniel God had given them a uh, timetable to follow so that is how it happened now in our time and even forever it is going to happen in a way in the same way that um, we are going to be discerning understanding and making application of these things through um, acquiring faith in what God says by reading his word by reading in his word right so <clears throat> I wanted to point that out because sometimes we are unable to discern spiritual matters because we are not knowledgeable of what the Bible says so I encourage you to take your Bible and follow follow along with the 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 book of Luke Luke chapter 1 and so Mary is given the message Zachariah is given the message and uh, Elizabeth is pregnant six months and then the, the angel visits to Mary tells Mary that she is going to be pregnant she wonders how is it gonna be because she is not having sex with anyone and so um, she is engaged and at that time a person being engaged was as if they were married they were not having relations but they were already in in that covenant between of the two of them it was a promise so back then if you say something with your mouth that was to be a vow that was to be a covenant a contract a promise you're verbally compromising and your word was as good as putting it on paper and with your signature right so they knew that they were engaged they were as if they were married and what needed to happen is that Joseph needed to take Mary to his home and then that will be the action that he will have to take back in those days in order for him to signal 
to everyone who knew already that now they are officially married. That's the way that they were doing it back then, right? But there were the marriage they were doing it like that. But when it came to divorce, when it came to divorce, <clears throat> it was <clears throat> excuse me, it was done. Um, it could have been done secretly, and that's from the part of the man. Or it could have been done publicly, right? If the man desires that he doesn't want to be in that compromise of marriage anymore with that woman, then he could issue her a letter of divorce. So that was a legal document that was given to the woman because the man had uh, let her go. And there were basically no no reason for for uh, in that time for getting a divorce the man could be just unsatisfied with the woman just because she's older and he wants a younger wife so he could that is that is what men were doing this is not God just like now it happens right we do a lot of things but some of those things that we do may not be beneficial or may not be also approved by God or something that God approves, right? So we may say, well, you know, God approved it, but uh, if we reading his word, you will conclude that he doesn't. Back then was the same thing. Um, there were people that were doing things their own way, they established some traditions and even Jesus Christ called them traditions of men that invalidate God's word and so that is what we're going to see now right but I want you to keep in mind the way that God deals with humans because um, we may have the wrong impression when it comes to how God deals with humans and so Mary had traveled to where Elizabeth was the angel told her you are going to become pregnant she believed it she praised God for it and then later on she went over to Elizabeth who was pregnant already with John and she stayed there for some time right so I am going to read now the angel tells Mary this right so this is what um, the angel says in Luke chapter 1 and I am going to read from 26 it says in her sixth month the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin promise in marriage 
to a man named Joseph of David's house, right? So establish the lineage of both of them. They all come from the same, they both come from the same lineage, Mary and Joseph, because um, lineage is important when it comes to inheritances, inheritance, okay? So, in 28 says, in coming in, the angel said to her, greetings, you highly favored one. Jehovah is with you. But she was deeply disturbed at his words and tried to understand what kind of greeting this might be. So the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And look, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus. And the word Jesus, or Jehoshua, means Jehovah is salvation. So this is a title of responsibility for Michael, the archangel, right? Because this is what um, Jesus Christ is, Michael, the archangel in heaven. So this archangel... This archangel's life is now placed inside Mary's womb so that Jesus now can grow, or Michael, now Jesus on the earth, title of responsibility, which is Jehovah is salvation, Jesus Christ is the means of salvation for us humans. That's what that name means. So it is a title of responsibility. So then um, his life is put in inside the womb of Mary. So the womb of Mary serves for him to grow inside her belly as a human being. Right? So then, so the angel said to her, okay. I said that. So on 31 says, And look, you will become pregnant and give birth to a son. You are to name him Jesus. 32 says, This one will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And Jehovah God will give him the throne of David, his father. And he will rule as king over the house of Jacob forever and there will be no end to his kingdom. So at the time, most likely they are waiting for the Messiah. They are not understanding then, right? That Jesus Christ comes as a human being to take the kingdom of David and that he will rule from heaven. So they are not understanding this. Daniel 2.44 had already prophesied that God will establish a kingdom in heaven and that this heaven will not be passed on to any other people. Meaning that people will not be worshipping, uh, not worshipping, will not be governing others. 
Right? That is what it says in Daniel 2.44. And that God's kingdom will be established forever. It also says that God's kingdom will get rid of any rival kingdom or government. And what that means is that um, we all humans... have the right to administer you can administer things that is what God has said to Adam and Eve when he said subdue the earth he meant you're in charge of the earth the planet in each leader of the family each lead each lead of each family must lead his own family in all families should work together in order to fulfill what God says what God said to do so everyone not just just a few people but everyone will work at this to be accomplished so no human will be above other human and no that's not how it's, it, it was supposed to be that's not how it is supposed to be and throughout history God has been showing us the way that it is going to be that God wants it to be because we are supposed to be under his subjection and we are under his subjection we accept it or not so it continues now on 34 Mary is told the reason why Jesus Christ is being born in in 34 chapter 1 of Luke 34 says but Mary said to the angel how is this to be since I am not having sexual relations with a man she doesn't understand right how it's going to happen in answer the angel said to her Holy Spirit or God's power will come upon you and power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the one who is born will be called Holy, God's Son. So what a privilege. What a privilege Mary had. And something to look also, right? Because we want to understand God, we want to understand what God requires, what is acceptable to God, what God approves. Not according to what humans say that God approves, but what the Bible says that God approves. People that lived in the time of Jesus, and even previous to that, they were just like us humans now. They were humans. So 
even though she Mary had a great privilege and so did also Elizabeth they were human beings not to be worshipped so on 36 Luke 36 says and look Elizabeth your relative has also conceived a son in her old age and this is the sixth month for her so the so-called barren woman for no declaration will be impossible for God so nothing can be impossible with God then Mary said look Jehovah's slave girl or servant may it happen to me according to your declaration at that the angel departed from her so we see that Mary received these uh, good news right and gospel means good news so on 39 says so Mary set out in those days and traveled with haste into the mountainous country to a city of Judah and she entered the home of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth well as Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary the infant in her womb leaped and Elizabeth was filled with Holy Spirit and on 42 says and look oh and loudly cried out blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruitage of your womb so how is it that this privilege is mine to have the mother of my Lord come to me for look as the sound of your greeting reached my ears the infant in my womb leaped for joy happy too is she who happy too is she who believed for there will be a complete fulfillment of those things spoken to her from Jehovah so we see that Jesus is being honored before his birth people are knowing that what the angel told Mary and they are believing it to be so so on 46 46 says and Mary said my soul magnifies Jehovah and my spirit cannot keep from being overjoyed at God my Savior because he has looked upon the low position of his slave girl for look from now on all generations will declare me happy because the powerful one has done great deeds for me and holy is his name and for generation after generation his mercy is upon those who fear him right and so we take into consideration the type of persons that God approve the type of persons that God has dealing with so we have to keep that in mind 
And the word of God was given to the Hebrews. It was preserved. And so it is now available to us. But we must keep in mind that Jehovah God has requirements in order for us to have a relationship with Him. The Hebrews were in a covenant relationship with God until, until they killed Jesus Christ. Then, of course, the covenant was terminated. But time after time, Jehovah had dealt with them. And this served as an example for us humans in how Jehovah God deals with us. Because when God, when um, God allowed that the preaching and teaching will be including everyone, all the nations, not only the Hebrews, then that implicates each and every one of us. Not that people couldn't worship God in the manner of how the Hebrews were doing. Back then, for example, we have the Ethiopian eunuch who used to have converted to the Jewish religion. And so he was following worship and doing worship to God in the same way that the Hebrews were doing. So they were accepted. But they had to change the way that they worshiped. They had to come to know the laws that the Jewish people knew and follow the guidance and standards of what God required from the Hebrews. So on Luke, Luke chapter 1 verse 51 continues, he says, Mary speaking, glorifying God, and she continues and says, he has acted mighty, mightily. She's speaking about God. With his arm, he has scattered those who are haughty in the intention of the heart. He has brought down powerful men from thrones, and he has exalted lowly ones. He has fully satisfied hungry ones with good things and has sent away empty-handed those who had wealth and 55 and 54 says he has come to the aid of Israel his servant remembering his mercy just as He spoke to our forefathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Mary stayed with her 
with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her own home. Right? So, this speaking that Mary does, of course, is prophetic and is speaking in regards to the works of God and what God has done for them in the past. And so on Luke chapter 1, verse 57, now continues, right? Now comes the time where Mary returns home. Obviously, she didn't tell anyone about this pregnancy. She kept it to herself. She went to Elizabeth's home. And now, uh, Elizabeth is almost time for her to give birth to John. And so, now Mary goes away right before John is born. And so she makes the long trip north to her home in Nazareth, where she was living. Now, in about six months, she will become a mother, right? So soon after Mary leaves, then Elizabeth gives birth in um to 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 john right and um we're going to continue over here on 57 it says the time now came for elizabeth to give birth and she gave birth to a son and the neighbors and her relatives heard that jehovah had magnified his mercy to her and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the young child, and they were going to name him after his father, Zachariah. Right? That was the custom. The custom was uh, to name the child at the time of the circumcision. And so... The custom also was to name the child after someone in the family, most likely the father. And so on 60 continues, he says, but his mother said in reply, no, but he will be called John. At these, they said to her, not one of your relatives is called by this name then they asked his father by signs what he wanted him to be called so he asked for a tablet and wrote John is his name at this they were all amazed instantly his mouth was opened and his tongue was set free and he began to speak praising God, right? 
So, uh, apparently, this was the time. Now, when uh, uh, the promise is completed, and most likely Zachariah has been thinking a lot. He couldn't speak, so he must have been thinking a lot throughout these nine months. He had had time to to ponder, right, on God's promises. And so uh, we see that he immediately says that that is his name. And uh, continuing, uh, it says that on 65, it says, And fear fell upon all those living in the neighborhood, and all these things began to be talked about in the whole mountainous country of Judea. And all who heard noted it in their hearts, saying, What will this young child turn out to be? For the hand of Jehovah was indeed with him. So they could uh, determine that this was fulfilling prophecy. Right? So they were in expectancy. But uh, since Zachariah now can speak, right? Then Zechariah on 67 says, Then Zechariah, his father, was filled with Holy Spirit, and he prophesied, telling them what will happen. So, Zechariah begins to uh, fill with the Holy Spirit. Zechariah declares, Let Jehovah be praised the God of Israel because he has turned his attention to his people and brought them deliverance and on, uh, continuing he says and he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of David his servant just as he has spoken through the mouth of his holy prophet from all from of old of a salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all those hating us so on 72 continues to slow to show mercy in connection with our forefathers and to call to mind his holy covenant the oath that he swore to Abraham our forefather to grant us to grant us after we have been rescued from the hand of enemies the privilege of fearlessly rendering sacred service to him with holy no with loyalty and righteousness before him all our days and 76 says but as for you young child you will be called a prophet of the most high for you will go ahead of jehovah to prepare his ways 
to give knowledge of salvation to his people by forgiveness to their sins because of the tender compassion of our God. With this compassion at daybreak will visit us from on high to give light to those sitting in darkness and death shadow and to guide our feet in the way of peace. And 80 says, And the young child grew up and became strong in spirit, and he continued in the desert until the day he showed himself openly to Israel. Right? So, he also prophesies. Just as how Mary had prophesied also. Right? And through inspiration, and this is how it happens, right? We have to keep notes of how God inspires people to speak. Zechariah is given Holy Spirit and is directed now to speak. Zechariah has been nine months without speaking. And for sure, he has been meditating on God's word, on what the prophets have said. And he's, he determines what God's word is saying. And through Holy Spirit, the force impels him to speak and he speaks regarding what Isaiah has promised or what God told Isaiah to speak about in prophecy. When you go to Isaiah uh, chapter 60, 61 and, and throughout the book we know how um, how it is that God is providing salvation for them just by giving the command to Mary to name Jesus by that name a title of responsibility is giving them the assurance that God is salvation so their faith is being becoming stronger and so the prophecy, now we go back to Mary, right? Because uh, Mary, by this time, who evidently is not yet married, has arrived in Nazareth, where she lives. So what will happen to her when it becomes obvious that she's pregnant? Because she couldn't hide that, right? She's three months pregnant, but then she, her belly is going to grow and become bigger and so uh, Mary now is pregnant but not married that is against the law it could cost her her life for the reason that um, she wasn't a single woman remember that she was engaged and it was considered as being married so 
um, an action of infidelity will uh, make her break the law. So Mary is in the fourth month of her pregnancy. She had spent about three months with Elizabeth. And so now she's back. She's pregnant about four months. And uh, she hasn't tell Joseph her fiance and husband because they were considered to be married about the situation so imagine imagine what's going on so what makes matters of course is this right so who is Joseph Joseph is a carpenter right so He's a local carpenter. Most likely he has his own business, self-employed as we know it now, having his business at home, doing furniture for others or whatever things that he did with wood. And so Mary knows that according to God's law in Israel, a woman who is engaged to a man but who willingly has sexual relations with another man is to be stoned to death. So if a woman was violated, usually if you're forced to be doing something, the woman has to do all possible things that she can do in order uh, to make it known that she is not willing to have sex. So yelling and screaming and, and, and refusing the situation uh, will be what will be required from someone who is being sexually abused, violated, or raped. And that is according to Deuteronomy 22 verses 22, 23 and 24. So Deuteronomy chapter 22 verses 23 and 24. There's where the law states so hence now this is going even though Mary has not been immoral right because that's not what happened she probably wonders both how can she explain her pregnancy to Joseph and then what will happen when he finds out so she cannot think for Joseph right she cannot think for Joseph she cannot speak for Joseph. The only thing that she can do is tell Joseph. So it doesn't matter how afraid she is. She has to tell the situation that's going on and what will happen soon. And so imagine the situation. The angel told Mary that she will become pregnant. And she leaves right after that. And she doesn't tell anyone about this situation. And for three months, she has been away. So, that makes the situation worse, right? And now she's pregnant. <laughs> 
so of course now she's back and Joseph most likely is eager to see her it's been three months she's been away and uh, all of a sudden she she just got up and left so most likely Joseph is eager for her return eager to see her again so when they met Mary most likely tells him right away of her condition so doing her best to explain that her pregnancy is by means of God's Holy Spirit yet as you can imagine this is very difficult to understand and to believe so this is not about faith this is different than Zechariah right Zechariah had the angel told him so Zechariah is a priest he's serving God and he has a great privilege of, of spiritual things but in this situation with Mary it's not that that Joseph is lacking faith in God but as it <clears throat> as it could happen I'm sorry as it could happen with anyone uh, that we become doubtful of someone's actions right Mary wasn't perfect Mary was an imperfect woman so could she become unfaithful and unloyal yes she's human she was human she was a human as anyone else she could have sinned she could have succumbed to, to temptation so it wasn't lack of faith in this instance in regards to having faith in God it was more uh, that humans can betray each other and so of course this was a very difficult thing for Joseph to understand and believe from Mary who picked up and left said nothing to no one and three months later she come back and she is filled with the Holy Spirit and pregnant <laughs> right so of course of course Jehovah God has taken this into consideration right but he's uh, he has allowed the situation to evolve between the two humans without intervention Jehovah God could have told Mary and Joseph at the same time right think about that Jehovah God could have chosen a time for that to happen for the angel to visit at the time when Joseph and Mary were together even with family so but he didn't he didn't do that he only told Mary he only told Zachariah and it happened when they were by themselves and so we have to learn how God communicates because 
prophecy prophecy is written and prophecy is being fulfilled they had to have faith in God's word and what was written they had to investigate that is what God wants us to do and so we have to learn from God's personality also in this matter that they were um, Mary and Joseph uh, and Zechariah who were given the messages by Gabriel we have to see the circumstances where they were right they were both startled by the 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 the, the visit because it, it wasn't something that they were expecting just like how you're not expecting a visitor well that's the same thing that happened but they were not they did not become terrorized they were not terrorized so we have to keep that in mind that how Jehovah God deals with humans how angels deal with humans and the ways and reasons why God intervenes. So we humans have a lot of power. We have free will that is limited, yes, because we don't have uh, free will to the point that as if we were gods. No, we don't. But yet we still have tremendous power that God allows us to use to make decisions. God allowed Mary to take decisions in regards to this situation. He did not intervene. He allowed Mary to make decisions in regards to how she was going to approach this situation. And so, now, Joseph knows that Mary is a good woman. And that she has a fine reputation and he loves her dearly still um, despite what she claims right it seems to Joseph that she could only be pregnant by some other man that's it and we're going to turn now to the Gospel of Matthew, right? So Luke was a doctor. Now Matthew, we're going to find in Matthew chapter 1, the Gospel of Matthew. Matthew was a tax collector. So he was like one of the people who worked for the IRS. It was the same thing that they were doing, collecting taxes. Right? So just as how they collect taxes for business, they did in the past. I don't think they taxed uh, people with products, right? That was maybe later on. Maybe they did. I don't know. I have to check. You can check uh, to see how the Roman, uh, the Roman government did when it comes to taxation. But they did collected taxes and so Matthew as well as other tax collectors were not very well liked by the people 
of course uh, they did not mind paying taxes but the thing was is that they collected the taxes for the government the tax collectors but they also collected a very inflated amount of interest over payments that maybe were more than the taxes and that money was for the tax the tax collector so the tax collector kept that money in order for them to do the service so they were like self-contractors that worked for the government in uh in in that is how they make their money right so they paid the the government and because of their service of collecting taxes for the government then that's what they did they charge people and the fees that they were charging were uh maybe double than the taxes that they were paying so the people did not like this very much of course right and so but matthew matthew who was one of jesus christ's disciples and followers he had to change the way that he was uh, behaving in regards to how he dealt with people and how he did business with them so upon becoming a follower of the Christ he had to change his ways he had to become honest in 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 balanced and also uh, charge an amount that that was for the service that he was providing and so he continued to become he continued to work just as the other ones they continue to work uh, in their in their careers that they had and also were followers of the Christ at the same time so Matthew we're going to now go into the situation about Joseph and Mary and her pregnancy. So Matthew chapter 1 verses 1 through 18 says this. The book of the history of Jesus Christ, son of David, son of Abraham. And this will give us the ancestry of Jesus Christ, his lineage, right? So it can begins by saying that Jesus Christ is son of David, son of Abraham, established the lineage from where the promise was given to Abraham in regards to the nations, in regards to the future. For God has said that there will be a savior that will come from the root of, the, um, of, of David and the root of Jesse. Jesse is the father of David, the king, right? So, until Matthew uh, chapter 1, verse 2 says, Abraham became father of Isaac, Isaac became father to Jacob, Jacob became father to Judah and his brothers, Judah became father to Perez and Zerah by Tamar, Perez became father of her son, his Hezron Hezron became father to Ram 
Ram became father to Amin Adab. Amin Adab became father to Nashon. Nashon became father to Salmon. Salmon became father to Boaz and Rahab Boaz became father to Obed by Ruth. Obed became father to Jesse. Jesse became father to David the king. David became father to Solomon by the wife of Uriah. Solomon became father to Rehoboam. Rehoboam became father to Abijah. Abijah became father to Asa. Asa became father to Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat became father to Jehoram. Jehoram became father to Uzziah. Uzziah became father to Jotham. Jotham became father to Ahaz. Ahaz became father to Hezekiah. Hezekiah became father to Manasseh. Manasseh became father to Amon. Amon became father to Josiah. Josiah became father to Jeconiah and to his brothers at the time of the deportation to Babylon. After the deportation to Babylon, Jeconiah became father to Shealtiel. Shealtiel became father to Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel became father to Eliakim. Eliakim became father to Azor. Azor became father to Sadok. Sadok became father to Achim. Achim became father to Elidu. Elidu became father to Eliezer. Eliezer became father to Matan, Mathan. Mathan became father to Jacob. Jacob became father to Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom Jesus was born, who is called the Christ. Right? So, here establish, because this is important, right? Lineage matters. When you're going to receive inheritance of the kingdom and become king of that kingdom. So here is Jacob became father to Joseph. So Joseph's father was named Jacob, the husband of Mary. So his lineage established here. Marriage lineage established later on in uh, the book of Luke, I believe. And so uh, until 25, he says, all the generations then from Abraham until David were generation were 14 14 generations from David until the deportation to Babylon 14 generations from the deportation to Babylon until the Christ 14 generations so this is legal documentation in regards to Jesus Christ right to rule right to take over the kingdom through david these are the same regulations that were followed and that are followed by humans so we have to also take into consideration this that god respect how things are being done they are being done according to the regulations that we humans have. And, and this is because this is what we discern, what we understand to do, 
we are uh, just, right? We can become just. We like justice. We have judicial systems in place. And all of these is because we feel from inside to do these things. Because we are reflecting God's justice. Because we are God's creation. And so, taking into consideration God's personality, he says, become imitators of me. And so, if we are following the way that God does things, then he has no problem with it. So, he could have said, right? God has said, without doing all of these, um, all of this documentation that we humans, you know, like, like to keep in order to prove, in order to have evidence, uh, Jehovah could have said, look, I'm God. This is my son. He's going to take over God's kingdom and that's it. Jesus Christ, if, if God would have wanted to do things like that without taking into consideration our free will, our thinking, our opinions, then God would have said, look, I'm God. Michael the Archangel over here is going to manage affairs of humans and he's going to take over King David's uh, kingdom. And you all humans are going to be uh, following his direction, following his footsteps. <laughs> How? <laughs> How will we follow an archangel footsteps when we have not seen him? So when we think about these things, we think about God's love first. We think about God's intelligence, God's wisdom, power and might and mercy and loving kindness and how he deals with us humans so we get to know his personality we get to know he's real and so our faith becomes stronger right so in here he establishes according to how humans keep their documentation, their regulations through the justice systems that were established, that were established in the Hebrew nation. And so he has established, he established for his son a lineage through humans so that he can have the legal right according to humans to inherit the kingdom from David his forefather with a rightful right from humans viewpoint so it can be acceptable by humans Right? So, 
Now on 18 it says, Matthew chapter 1, 18 says, But this is how the birth of Jesus Christ took place. During the time his mother Mary was promising marriage to Joseph, she was found to be pregnant by Holy Spirit before they were united. Alright? And we have four different gospels. Four they are good news of God's kingdom, good news of the Bible, because we see that established from the beginning that Jesus Christ is going to be the king of God's kingdom through David, through the promise that was given to Abraham. But we see that Matthew explained matters in a different way than Luke and, and then also Mark explained matters in a different way. They were different ages. They had different jobs, careers. They view life in a different way, matters in a different way. But when it came to spiritual things, they thought the same way. They follow promises that were given in the past to the prophets in the past. And they each study how these promises are being fulfilled. So, Matthew continues and he says, however, on 19, because her husband Joseph was righteous and did not want to make her a public spectacle, he intended to divorce her secretly. Right? So he goes right to the point. Luke is giving us a report of, of things. So he goes more extended. He have details. He interview people. And so he got details from different different people. And he made that report. Remember, he's a doctor also. He's very detailed. So Matthew is a tax collector. He deals with uh, numbers with uh, calculations so he's uh, he's less detailed but he's still giving us a lot of detail so we know that um, Joseph knows that Mary is a good woman and she has a fine reputation right and he is also a good man and has a good reputation and he loves her very much still despite what she claims it seems to joseph that she could only be pregnant by some other men joseph does not want her uh, to be stoned to death that's what, what will happen if they find out she could have been uh, stoned to death or be disgraced publicly and in here it says that uh, he did not want her to make a public spectacle of her. So he intended to divorce her in secret. Right? So uh, he makes up his mind to divorce her in secret so that she don't have to suffer. So in those days, engaged people were viewed as married. And a divorce was required to end the engagement. Right? So what he will do is... He will say he don't want her no more. That's it. And so what it could look like is... 
that he used her, he had sex with her. They were already married. And he, just like other men were doing, that they use women, right? They'll, he, he, he will look bad. He will look bad. He will look like he used her, he had sex with her, and uh, now he give her a certificate of divorce, publicly divorce her. So in a way, it looked like he doesn't want her no more. And she's pregnant, and she, but she got the um, certificate of divorce. So that means that um, she is free to marry someone else, if uh, I believe. I have to confirm this, right? So uh, she could be free to marry someone else because she is a divorce. This was a custom, not approved by God, right? But the custom was that, just like now, that we do things like this, but they are not necessarily approved by God. And so um, he will do that. And he will look like he's the bad one, right? So... On Matthew chapter 1 verse 20 says, But after he had thought these things over, look, Jehovah's angel appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take your wife Mary home. Remember, that's the only thing that was the, the last thing to happen for their marriage to become official. He must take her home. So, the angel, con the, it, he continues to, to be given the dream, right? And so, he says, For what has been conceived in her is by Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. So he's weighing the situation and he's thinking about it. So while he's doing this, he goes to sleep. Then Jehovah's angel appeared to him in a dream saying for him not to be afraid of what's happened that uh, clearing up the situation right we see that Jehovah God did not interfere he allowed Mary and Joseph to to deal with the situation right but he only intervenes when Joseph is found to be doubtful and he wants to get a divorce. And so on 21, Matthew chapter 1 verse 21, he says, She will give birth to a son and you are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. 22 says, all of this actually came about to fulfill what was spoken by Jehovah through his prophet, saying, Look, 
the virgin will become pregnant and will give birth to a son and they will name him Emmanuel which means when translated with us is God right so Emmanuel is another title of responsibility for Michael the Archangel who now is Jesus but is also known as Emmanuel which is a title of responsibility when translated it means with us is God Jesus when translated the name means God is salvation in Christ when translated means God's anointed or anointed because he was anointed to be a king that is what was told to Mary and that is what happened and so he also says that everyone came to recognize and most likely including Joseph that this was already prophesied that there will be a virgin they didn't know who it was going to be but now they're looking back in the records so everyone is going back now to see what prophecy is saying to see what next is going to happen to see how they are going to continue to be fulfilled because they are seeing now that these prophecies that were told by Isaiah by Daniel by Jeremiah and others are being fulfilled now so in uh, through Isaiah in chapter 7 verse 14 and Isaiah chapter 8 verse 8 and 10 it had been prophesied that there will become a virgin will become pregnant and will give birth to a son and they will name him Emmanuel or which means with us is God and so that became another name for Michael the Archangel besides Jesus and these were titles of responsibility of what Jesus was going to fulfill right because his name is really Michael. So, um, it was prophesied already. So, of course, no one knew, everyone knew that the prophecy was going to start being fulfilled because the time came when it was ready to be fulfilled, but they didn't know how. They didn't know who was going to be this virgin but then all of a sudden there's Mary she is the one she is in the situation that she is engaged also and so uh, we see how God deal with humans how God intervenes how God allows to make use of our free will and God expects that we do the correct and beneficial things And that the way that we get to know, because remember, Jesus Christ said that we can get to know God. And we can get to know Jesus Christ. And it's also a requirement for us to attain to everlasting life. Because 
we have to understand God's purpose. We have to understand God's personality. And um, if we are have been misinformed about God, about Jesus, then going through the Bible, seeing what he says with our own eyes, reasoning from the scriptures, then uh, we can come to the correct conclusions that God wants us to come to come to and if we ask God for Holy Spirit which we should ask for God's power to guide us then he will do so he will do so and we will be able to understand better his purpose and how we are part of his purpose and so uh, we know right that um, after Joseph is giving this uh, a wonderful confirmation in regards to Mary and her pregnancy, then uh, Joseph wakes up and how grateful he is that uh, the issue now is clearer, right? So, uh, with no delay, he does what the angel tells him to do. He takes Mary to his home. And so this is a public action that serves in effect as a marriage ceremony, giving notice that Joseph and Mary are now married. And that, um, of course, Joseph does not have sexual relations with Mary while she's pregnant with Jesus. So months later, Joseph and Mary who is ready to give birth, Mary is ready to give birth, must get ready for a trip. They live in Nazareth, right? And so um, she's about to give birth, but now they have to take a trip. And so that I will consider next Wednesday. And um, we'll consider what this trip is about, where they're going, why do they have to leave, and we'll continue learning from Jehovah God, learning from Jesus, learning from the events that happened in the past and how those events affect us now. And if you would like to know more about these subjects, you can visit jw.org. We also have a Bible course there that you can take. Uh, to know these basic things about the Bible, it is um, there's a list of things that are recommended to be studied. You can use your Bible, right? I've been using, I have been using the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. Sometimes I use the Good News Bible, and sometimes I also use. Um, JW.org have different references of the Bible, but also Bible Hub has different references of the Bible. So I use that to uh, compare what the writers say. Because as you see, these were human beings just like you and I, right? And just like us. And uh, so 
when you peer into the scriptures, then you are able to to understand things better. So by having different references of Bible translations, right? The translators also use their own writing style. And so you can have a broader view when you have different references because you can get a bigger picture of what the original writer was saying and the application that was made. And of course, um, we have the assembly going on, right? So we want to keep rejoicing. We want to be keeping happy in these things. Knowing these things make us happy, Being becoming spiritual beings make us happy, having a relationship with God make us happy, becoming followers of the Christ make us happy, having a happy hope for the future make us happy, right? Knowing that these things that are happening are going to have an end, that Armageddon will terminate all badness, all injustice. And after Armageddon, we will continue living on this earth and we will be uh, having the opportunity to transform it into a paradise. Just as how God had commanded Adam and Eve. That still has to happen. Right? So accomplishing God's purpose, that is what will continue to happen. And so there's nothing but good news. So I thank you for joining me today. And I hope that you continue to enjoy uh, today's day. And so have a happy day.